With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere and welcome in a new weekend is upon us a fresh batch of the fifth hour with ben maller and danny g radio and before you say please please shut up before you do that calm down we have a bunch of somewhat decent audio content for you and the weekend begins Right now and Friday, we like to talk to people who we've heard of, uh, people on the podcast who we think you'll want to hear from. And last week, we had a great time. It was very exciting. Joey Chestnut, a man who went out and uh, scarfed down all kinds of hot dogs and buns. He was attacked by a protester. He put that person in a chokehold and then still won by double digits, hot dog and buns for another mustard belt, his 15th title. So congratulations to my new friend, Joey Chestnut. It was great to have him on the podcast and that did very well. And we thank you for listening and telling friends about that. And said, hey, I got this little dumb podcast thing I listened to, The Fifth Hour. You might want to check it out. And uh, we thank you. We do thank you for that. So it's upward and onward in the podcast game. And this Friday show, the show you're listening to right now, uh, we decided to do something somewhat different. We bring in one of our colleagues. I can still say that from Fox Sports Radio. Ralph Irvin. Now, Ralph has a big announcement that he is going to make on our podcast, on the Fifth Hour podcast, not too shabby. Um, So we're going to welcome in a man who has worked for a number of years at Fox Sports Radio. I've known Ralph since we were early on in our careers. We both got started in San Diego at the Mighty 690, a legendary West Coast sports talker. 
We cut our teeth at that radio station. We know many of the same people. Radio is a small fraternity. Ralph has gone on. He worked in Orlando. He worked for UCLA and their video department. And he's worked at several other radio stations. He's very active in golf. He's filled in, not, not in years, but he's filled in on our overnight show when Eddie's been away, corporate Garcia. And I uh, thought, let's get the man, the myth, the legend, Ralph Urban on. And Ralph, we welcome you. In, and, and I'm upset with you, Ralph. I tried to get you on. You, you were harder to book than Joey Chestnut. I had to jump through hoops to get you on, Ralph. Can you please explain why it was so difficult to get you, Ralph Irvin, on the Fifth Hour Podcast with me, your buddy, Big Ben? Why is that, Ralph? Because uh, you forgot my number. That's incorrect. I did not forget your number. I ran into you at the Fox Sports Radio studios. I was trying to enjoy a nice meal, mm-hmm. and you came by. You were wearing a Hawaiian shirt a few weeks ago. Possibly, yes. Yeah, the remember the great power outage at the Fox Sports Radio studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have those occasionally. Well, they made me come in, Ralph, and there was no reason for me to be there. The power was back on right before the show started, like two hours before the show. But but I was cool. there. And- There's always a good reason to be in the studio. It's called professional radio time. Well, I'm in a studio. I have a microphone. I have headphones. <laughs> I have I have everything. I have a board over here. I have that. I have a there's a keyboard. Um, I'm looking. There's a computer here. There's a light. There's several lights. There's like a weird fan off to the side. There's a uh, thing of pens that that I let me show you. It's I know we're on audio, but actually you can see me. So hold on a sec here. I have, look how big that pen is, Ralph. Uh-huh. Is that, are you not impressed by the size of my pen? Come on, be honest here, Ralph. I am not in, it's a pen. No, it's a beautiful pen. It's a large, giant, cartoon-sized pen. Like, yes. this is awesome. See? Okay. Like, I have big hands, but this pen makes it look like I have little baby hands. Like little Kyler Murray hands. No, oh, Sure. Everything all right with you, Ralph? I mean, you're, you're doing this. This is a podcast. Great. This is a podcast Every, about you. Everything's great. You sure about that? It's yeah. about me, and yet we're talking about your pen. Well, it's, it's just a warm up. I'm just warming up with the pen. I feel like once ah. you see Ralph, once you see my pen, you know, now we're we're, we're bonding. We're gonna bond again, like the old days, Ralph. Sure, sure. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, the, the real reason I'm having you on the podcast is uh, you had a big. Have you announced this publicly, or am I, are we announcing this on the Fifth Hour podcast? A major story. Once this gets in the radio trades, mm-hmm. it's it's going to blow up the industry. It it really is. And uh, are you prepared to make that announcement right now? On the I mean, Fifth Hour, it's 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 known that yeah, I'm I'm. Leaving Fox Sports Radio. So, Ralph Irvin is leaving our dysfunctional radio. This is big news, Ralph. I don't think you realize how big this is. I, I guess I don't. I guess I don't. I, I'm just. I'm just a cog in the machine. I'm just a guy who comes to work and does his thing. Yeah. So I have questions. Are you prepared? I'm going to grill you. I'm going to give you. This is Ralph to the third degree. Sure. 
All right. So the obvious question is how, how did you come to this decision, Ralph? I mean, to leave Fox sports radio, it's a big deal. Like uh, how long has this been going on where you, you had, you know, the idea that you were going to leave and uh, how long did this come about? Well, this is more a case of, as you know, you're in this industry uh, that you can move around. You, you go from job to job. Now you haven't gone too far. You've stayed in Southern California. I think your, your entire career yeah. I've moved. I've gone from San Diego to Orlando, back to LA, different places around LA. And one thing has been consistent is my wife has followed me everywhere I've gone. And she received an opportunity uh, to get a better job in a new city. And I told her, you go for it. I fully support it. And you followed me around all these years. It's my turn to do the same and I will follow you. So it uh, affords a new opportunity, totally new lifestyle and probably one that doesn't involve broadcasting ever again, which is all right. It, it's something that will be absolutely new and fun, exciting. So you're leaving broadcasting. This is yes. this is it. This is your last weekend as a broadcaster. You say is that true? Really? That as as far as I can tell, that's that's it. Yeah, I'm gonna try to go and sit behind a desk and and do work and contribute to other ways. But uh, well, that's no fun, Ralph. We're radio guys. We're a couple of radio guys here. This is all we know, Ralph, is microphones and nonsense and goofing around and oh, know. I. I've known a little bit more than radio because I've been doing video work for oh, 15 years. So it's, it's, it's a case of building something that's not just day to day. It's building something bigger uh, products and things of that nature is, you, you know, I've done a lot of work with golf and yes. talking about golf products and you get to know the people that design and build these products and they put a lot of themselves into each one and, you think, wow, that would be kind of cool to be able to do something where I have a lasting legacy within whatever it is that I built. And that's kind of an interest of mine going forward. Well, that's cool. Ralph. And you're a romantic Ralph. You're, you're following your, your, your wife, she followed you and now yes. you're following her. It's a tremendous thing that you're doing here. Well, she's a lot more successful than I am. So <laughs> well, that's, that it, helps. It, it makes it, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. That's good. Do you want to reveal where you're going or you want to be a big mystery? Is the FBI out to get you? Are, they, are the authorities going to run you down or something like that? Are you worried about that? Because, you no, know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to to America's playground. That is Las Vegas. Oh, is that right? Lost Lost Wages, Nevada. Yes. Standing where uh, I have a number of friends that are living there that are excited that I will be uh, coming out and joining them. So well, more importantly, Ralph, this is a place I visit Vegas. So we'll, yeah. be, we'll still get to hang out together. We'll probably hang out more with you when you get set up in Vegas than we do now, because geography wise where you live and I don't ever say where I live other than the North woods, but I've moved a lot over the years. I've lived in the LA area. I've lived all over LA, but we're pretty far apart right now. Like where we live. I, I think I get to Vegas more than I get to where you live in the LA area. Well, no, because yeah, you don't, we don't allow you into where I live. That's we, we yeah. kind of have signs up, keep this man away. And rightfully so. Mm -hmm. I, I did try. There's a famous lake not that far away from where you live where they uh, filmed Robin Hood, the original. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I, I saw it. I was I was going out your way. I think it was for Jonas's uh, wedding thing, the reception. So I went out yes. your way. 
And we were at Jonas's wedding. And so I said, oh, I'm out here. I'm never really out this way anymore. So let me go see. They have this lake, famous lake. What, what's it called? What's the name of the lake? Lake Sherwood. Lake Sherwood. Yeah, that's the name yes. of the lake. So they filmed a bunch of movies and stuff. So I thought, oh, go, it's a lake. I'll go check out the lake. And I, I tried to get, I could not get anywhere close to the lake. You're only, if you live there, there's like this exclusive neighbor where Wayne Gretzky mm-hmm. and some other big celebrities live. And Lenny so Dykstra like, used to live there. Well, Lenny's been on the podcast. You know, Lenny's Lenny's been on the podcast. He won't return my calls anymore, though. I don't know what happened to Lenny. Lenny used to get, he always wanted to come on the podcast. And then I tried to reach out to him a couple of weeks ago, and he didn't get back to me. It's a bad job by Lenny. So yeah. with that, did you talk to him? Is that what happened, Ryan? No, I did not talk to Lenny. I have not talked to Lenny. But he did live in Lake Sherwood. Yeah, it's a beautiful lake, uh, be nice if I could actually go check it. Actually, get close to the water, other than the you know, up top. I have to look over a fence like a a peeping lake guy or something like that. So. Well, that's that's sometimes what you have to be. Is that true? Is that yeah? Well, for you, yes. Yeah. Not not so much for me. I I, I know people and have access. Well, you're you're a cool <laughs> person. You're much cooler than me. But you're leaving all that behind for I Vegas. Am. Are you a gambler? I mean, yeah, a little bit. I I like to play craps, but it's not something that I need or want to do a lot. So it's not a big deal. I mean, yeah, you know, we we're in Southern California. If we wanted to gamble, we could gamble places closer than Las Vegas. We don't want to. It's about going to Las Vegas and you do things there. But yeah, I've traveled there so much over the years that I have my spots away from the strip, away from all the touristy areas and so that's not a big change. It's not like I'm going there thinking I'm going to be hanging out on Las Vegas Boulevard. That's not it at no. all. No. Yeah, my my aunt used to live in Vegas. You know, she when you know she was around, but and and the locals always there's like weird, strange casinos away from the strip where like the local people go. They don't bother with the. There are some, yeah, uh, yeah. So you already have your place set up in Vegas for the big relocation. You're already ready to go. You, you're looking for a new place. There's a temporary setup right now, but it'll be looking for a uh, for a house in the future. Yeah. What if somebody says, "Hey, Ralph, we want you to work on the radio in Vegas with you." you I will ask them how much they have in their bank account, and and then they will tell you the amount, and then you'll start laughing. And I will say that's why I'm no longer in broadcasting. <laughs> yes. Let's just say that we have a mutual acquaintance that is in Las Vegas that has talked to me for years about coming out and saying, oh, you could be on the air, no problem right away. But they wouldn't really be able to pay you. And I'm like, OK, well, no. Yeah. No. Vegas is a weird market because it's become a very large city. I have some friends that do radio in Vegas and I've done mm-hmm. I've done the show remotely from Vegas. and it's it's like a big city, but they don't treat the radio stuff like it's a big city. It's an well, yeah. it, it's a big city that still hasn't taken real understanding of how big they are. For instance, uh, Tim Laiwiki is building a new arena, reportedly there in Las Vegas, and they want to put an NBA team in. Mm-hmm. And where he has chosen the arena location is not in the middle of the strip. And people are like, why would you do this? Why would you make tourists drive away? And the thinking is because it's not for the tourists. Like, like if you live in Las Vegas, you actually do deserve the right to have a team that's your own, that's not built for tourists. You, you can have your own, your own arena in your own city. And I don't think they've quite grasped that aspect yet, that they deserve 
the 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 fruits that come with being a big city. I think they still think that they are there to serve all the visitors from around the world. And it's an evolution for sure. Yeah, well, that is true, uh, but I'm still upset when the hockey arena was built behind New York, New York, and then they started charging for parking around the, the oh. hotel. You had to get a credit card to get free parking, and I don't even know if that's still a thing. But Oh, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. I, I, well, hate, I hate, Rob, you've known me a long time. I hate paying for parking. You hate paying for anything. Well, that is true. That's why I am the <laughs> frugal the frugal man, the tightwad, whatever you want to say there. No, it's it's uh, it's... It's a case where, again, the locals that I know are like, nope, we, we don't even bother trying to park there. We, we take our Uber and yeah, settle with that. No, understandable. Understandable. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I often talk, when I talk about Ralph, I, I, when I talk about you, Ralph, I always talk about the fact that we started out. We yes. both products of the Mighty 690, one of the great sports radio stations, the first West Coast. One of the great. I mean, let's be real. Let, let's, let's 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 cut the crap. It's the greatest sports station that ever existed. Damn right. And look at the legends that you, Ralph Irvin, a legend. Uh, you know, and, and uh, Steve Hartman, Homer Hartman, and uh, and all of them. Uh, it, it's been been wonderful. Uh, and a lot of the the people, although we're getting older, Ralph, a lot of the people still working in the business who were there, almost I, all of them. Yeah. I mean, well, almost all of them are still active in, in, in major radio. I mean, a morning show that is still on in Los Angeles. Uh, uh, some guy named Jim Rome, I think he's done okay. He's, um, he's hanging in there. I, you know, think Hart- I think he's got enough money. I think maybe not. Hartman's around still. And, and you know, we, if, you, if you follow online, you can still find the old mentor. Hacksaw. Hacksaw's been on this podcast. Hacksaw is, I am the thing about Hacksaw. We, I worked, I was an intern with him. You were there at the same round, same time, but Hacksaw, the work ethic and people say I work hard, but like Hacksaw was in there all day recording stuff. And that's the work. I mean, I, I am, I work somewhat hard, but compared to Hacksaw, the amount of effort and he's still got a website 
where he's he does his headlines. That was what he was known for back in San Diego at Mighty 690. But he still does that every day, he just does it written out. He doesn't do it on the broadcasting. But wouldn't you really like to see it written out like he just posted a PDF every day of the way that he would write his headlines? Oh, he had this piece of paper with this writing that was so tiny so that he could get every single little headline on there uh, uh, written out in one little sheet of paper. So he didn't have to change sheets of paper. And, and this little tiny writing, I think that would be hilarious as if that's what he posted for his headlines. Just a PDF you could zoom in on and try to make out his notes. Well, yeah, because he had the chicken scratch going. And that was back in the archaic days, though, Ralph. Like, uh, we're so old. They had the high-speed sports wire. They <laughs> yes, had the sports sticker. Like, they don't even have that. Like, radio stations don't have those. They don't need them anymore because of the Internet. But that was, like, that was one of the coolest things when I started working there. I was like, oh, man, this is the high-speed sports wire. And because you couldn't get that information. You sit down at a computer, and there was live scores right there in front of you. Yeah. And, and, and boy, we're, we're like, yeah, we're like the, uh, our parents. I had to walk 10 miles in the snow up the hill. We did radio before the internet and we're able to pull it off. Kind of. Oh, uh, I was at a gathering recently where we were talking about old things and talking about, you know, you had these carts and you had to stack these carts up, you know, a, a mile high with all your commercials and your sound bites. And this is before everything was digitized for sure. Uh, we yeah. we went when I was producing a show that we did called Extra Football Sunday that we did after we lost the Chargers rights in 1996. Um, we well, I set up recording locations for every NFL game with giant reel to reel Otari reel to reel recording machines so that we could record highlights and get them onto the air. It was, I mean, it was archaic, but it was, it sounded great. You, you, it didn't sound any worse than it does today. It just took a lot more effort and a lot more space. Yeah. That was one of my first, when I was an intern, I had to pull the commercials. I had the commercial log and I had to pull the spots <laughs> for the, for the engineer. That was my, my gig. I was very good at pulling commercial and they call them spots because they had a little, little spot on them, a little dot. Mm -hmm. told you what number they were color coded we're doing we're doing old guy radio talk here we're just a couple sure. guys doing old guy radio talk yeah bad, bad. Did, did you ever cut yourself with a razor blade cutting the reel the reel the tape and all that no i i, I wasn't clumsy no i i never had that uh, issue i was i have fat fingers i cut myself all the time i was terrible i was so happy when they got rid of that stuff but i was so pissed off at the same time because i learned when i got into the business i learned carts uh editing you know, the real, the real, all that. And within a couple of years of me starting, yeah. they started shifting over to digital. And I was like, what? The I spent all this time learning all this stuff. And the only way I'll use it is if I'm at a, like a small radio station in Oklahoma, which probably still uses that stuff. I'm sure they right. exist. I want to say it was about five years from the time I started to the time that the, that the computer system was coming in. Here's the funny part. That computer system is what we still use today. 20 plus years later. Oh yeah. Well, that's, that's a whole different conversation, <laughs> Ralph. Uh, yeah. That, that I, I'm going to write a book someday. When I walked into Fox sports radio, we, that studio, which you're leaving and you're going to leave radio and do great things. But that studio, we walked in there and it was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. They had ribbons. Everything was brand new. When I started at Fox sports radio, we were in a premier network studio upstairs. 
on the fifth floor was the old Michael Reagan, the president's adopted son. Uh, he had a radio show and we did the show from his studio. Uh, all the Fox Sports radio shows until they had built the studio on the ground floor. And that thing opened up and it was like they were bringing in executives from around the country. It was like the mm -hmm. we had all the newest equipment. And here we are 22 years later and it's the same the same equipment. And uh, it's uh, yeah. But the good news, eventually they will move to a new studio, possibly. The, the fun the fun thing, though, is we talk about extra 690. They built the Fox Sports Radio studios to look just like the extra 690 studios. I mean, all the way from 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 the the board, the 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 where the technical director, the board operator sits, that whole area to to the studio that it was built to look just like Extra Sports 690. Yeah. So the one flaw in that though is the update booth. You it's not visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always I point this out when you were filling for Eddie or when Eddie's there, whenever you know, if I'm in studio, I can't see the uh, the guy that's doing the the news wow. updates. And so I was just like, it's like it's a, might as well be uh, at home. I can see the same thing. So well, I mean, you also then would complain to management if if you saw too much of me. If if I come in and say hello, you'd up yep, there goes another email to to the bosses. Ralph's uh, no, no. in being social again. No, no, not, not at all. And, and here's the thing, Ralph. Okay. Uh, after some of the other people, I will not name names here, but some of the other people that have stepped into that chair when Eddie's away, I have gone to bed praying that you will come back. I'm very bummed out, Ralph, that you shouldn't here. have sent the request to never have me on your show. again. That's a lie. Now there was an incident. I don't know if we want to get into it here on the podcast, but Justin in Cincinnati triggered what I call Rhino Ralph. And uh, and you came storming in from the update studio. You went out the door. You made a right turn. You came in the main uh, studio and you proceeded to just hit all kinds of buttons and started hanging up on everybody uh, to get back at Justin in Cincinnati. And I don't even remember what he had done. I, I'm sure it was something very you say you, you say offensive things you get hung up on. Unfortunately, you have producers that don't exactly know what they're doing, even though they've been there for like a million years that don't know how to hang up on people. And so you had to bring in a, a veteran who actually knows how to work a telos machine for those that don't know that that's the machine that lines up the phone calls and the computer program that tells Ben who's on the line. Is it? Telos I still know how to do that. Is it telos? I thought it was telos. I don't know. Whatever. Telos. It doesn't matter. It matters to you me, Ralph. It, it, you know what it is? A way he, to hang up on phone calls. That is true. Yeah. And that thing, you talk about glue and tape, the Telos machine, because that's a very expensive piece of equipment, and it has not been upgraded. It, it People have hit it like you hit it. Other people have hit it. And buttons. That, literally, that literally is technology that predates our radio career. Oh, well, yeah. Think about that. Like that program, you think about when you interned for, for Lee Hacksaw Hamilton and you had to screen phone calls. It didn't look the same, but it was the exact same program that you that, that is in use today. Yeah, it's not it's not a good program. I, when I worked in <laughs> when I worked in uh, for WEI, they use a different program and theirs is so, so much better. It's it's. It's a little different, and it, it's got more features, more bells and whistles, but, you know, I could log in anywhere. Like that thing, you got to be 
in studio to log in. It's a big pain in the behind. So now well, to be yeah to be to be fair, not a lot of uh, uh, the hosts at, at Fox Sports Radio use phone calls, so there isn't necessarily a big need to upgrade it when, when what maybe three shows a day take phone calls live on the air. Yeah, I don't even know who does. I, I obviously our show overnight we take a lot of calls. I guess compared to the other guys, Jason doesn't take calls. I don't think. No, no. I, I I mean I really. I can only think of one other show that's out of our studios that, that takes live calls. Is it Gottlieb? A, Does Gottlieb do it? No. He does not take calls. No, I don't think so. This would be the odd couple. Oh, yeah, the he odd calls couple. one segment uh, an hour. Rob Parker. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you saying that I'm doing outdated radio? Is that what you're trying to tell me, Ralph, that I shouldn't take any calls because all these other guys that get paid a lot more money than me don't uh, don't take calls? Is that what you're telling me? I don't want to say that. And I'll tell you why. Uh-huh. It's like saying that a cobbler is doing outdated work when in reality, the cobbler is doing better work uh-huh. than a lot of the things that are out there. Okay. I think it's late. I think it's lazy radio to not in- involve your, your listeners. It's what made sports radio. The medium it was is that you served an audience, you entertained an audience, but you were accountable to your audience. Your audience could call in and call you out for the nonsense that you spoke. Yeah. And nowadays there are plenty of hosts out there that that will just stay a bunch of garbage. Most of it's written for them by their producers. Hello. They will just spew garbage and just walk away. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what I said. Clay, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, their time is done in the NBA. They'll never be successful again. Here they win a title. Oh, well, you know what? They're still done and they're not going to do it again. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you just double and triple down on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like taking the call. I, the, to me, they're characters on the show and they're, you get different voices on. I think it's good, but I well, do realize you, it. And, and, and sometimes a caller is going to bring up a subject that you know about, but you didn't think was very important. And you find out that, no, there are a lot of people that really do think that that's an important subject. And so now you're going to talk about it. Well, I, I follow the KFC model of radio, the 11 herbs and spices. You got to mix it up. You got to mix and match and all that. But you're an old program director, Ralph. We've mm-hmm. talked about that, but you programmed a station in Orlando. What yep. kind of what kind of PD? Were you pig vomit from the Howard Stern movie or were you everyone loves you guy or somewhere in the middle? Well, I was I had been at the station for a number of years and there was, um, you know, as happens in radio, a, a shakeup of the staffing. And that kind of thrust me into the program director position. Um, and I was the type of guy that's like, okay, we're going to do our show. And we're just, just do your show. Not enough of the crap, just do your show. And if your show has issues, I'm going to talk to you about your issues, but I'm not going to ride you on, no, there's no WNBC, none of that. There was none of that garbage. It was it was just do your show. And I'm not trying to make you look bad or sound bad. I want you to perform. If you succeed, then we all succeed. Um, unfortunately, as a program director, what was my job? It's corporate radio. My job was to spend less money on employees 
and make more money in sales. And that's unfortunately what uh, was the signature for what I did. Um, so it, it, it meant, you know, part-timers got less hours because with our systems that have computers, you can now automate broadcasts. You could automate how you run a radio station. Yeah. It was it, it was not exactly ideal. Um, I, I used to be able to run the radio station from my home, believe it or not. I could, I, I had the system at home in my office. And so I could automate a baseball game, world series game, saying it finishes at one or two in the morning, East coast time. And I could dial in and flip the switch to turn on Fox sports radio when the game was over. <laughs> yeah. That's how a lot of stations are. I got, and I, I feel guilty because we do syndicated radio at Fox, but I love local radio too. I think mm -hmm. you should have, there's gotta be, like I said, with the show, uh, there's gotta be balance. You gotta mm -hmm. have the local voice, but the radio industry in general uh, has gone, gone away from that a long time ago. And yeah. I don't know that they'll ever get back to that point with the cost of everything and all that. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What is your greatest accomplishment, Ralph, in radio? Greatest accomplishment. Now that you're leaving radio behind, Ralph, what are you most proud of? I mean, what we talked about, I did a lot of work with a lot of other stations, teaching them how to program. Um, using our automated system, which is called Profit or NextGen. I, I worked with a lot of stations back in the, in the 2000s, teaching them this is how you program for, for games. So it, it was easy to program for the network. It's the same commercial clock every hour. It's easy to program for local shows, same thing. But to teach them this is how you implement the, 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 the broadcast for a, a game so that it works with the people that plug in the commercials again all stuff behind the scenes that that was my biggest accomplishment i mean otherwise on the air i i, I didn't get into too much trouble didn't do anything too crazy uh 
You ever been suspended I, for something you did, Ralph? Like I, I've been, I've been suspended. I've been in trouble a few times over the years. No, I got threatened with suspension. You know, you get upset with a do, doing what I do as as a, as an update guy. My job is not to step rock, on your toes. Rock the boat. Yeah, it's your show. Nobody's tuning in to listen to me. They might enjoy a banter between us, but my job is to be supplementary in what I do right now. And sometimes people will say something to me and I'll snap back because I'm not going to take the crap. I, you know, I'm, I've been done this too long. You know, this, I'm just, you, you, you start spewing bull. I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. I, I don't care. <laughs> and then sometimes I get in trouble for that because I, 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 I just don't care. I, I, I I'm not going to sit and, and be embarrassed you're not going to do manufactured uh, radio. No, yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah. I, I'm a, I'm, I'm a pretty straightforward guy, uh, and it served me well in my years at UCLA. Served me well in my years talking golf, and it's, it's done me well in, in radio. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time, but I did want to get to that because you spent years. I remember seeing you in the. They always had the blue UCLA uh, shirt on. I remember mm -hmm. that uh, Ralph was known for that. You did video. Didn't you kind of create that department at UCLA? Yep. You were, you were the innovator of the video content, right? How did that begin? How did you get that gig at UCLA? Well, um, a guy that I had interned for when I was a student at UCLA reached out to me and, and said, we need video content on the website. And you're saying to me that I was kind of a five tool player that I knew audio. I knew video. I knew how to edit. I knew sports. And I could be a talent on, on camera and all those things together meant that you could literally, Ben, you would laugh at what I used to carry around. It looked like a giant tur turtle shell backpack that literally had a camera, a tripod, microphones, lights, everything in this one backpack that I would travel around with. And you, I produced 500 videos a year for UCLA covering 24 different sports teams. And it was a nonstop job that went from the beginning of August to the end of July, uh, one national championships with them. And you just go and you try to capture the story and share it to people and try to create content to try to get recruits. And you work with coaches, you work with fans, you work with the administration. And it's, it's as an, as an alum, it was a great thing as somebody who wants to make a living. It, it was, it was terrible. And that's why I ultimately left was at UCLA, you know, as much as I love my school, they, they pay their coaches a lot of money and they're able to do it because they pay a lot of the support staff very little. And yeah. it's, you do it out of love. It's, it's, it's a love of broadcasting and a love of storytelling. And that's why uh, you get into it and it lasts until you realize, no, I need to, I need to start being more professional and receive a paycheck. Yeah, I would say watching you do some of that stuff at, at UCLA events, it was like a local, like Punxsutawney news anchor yeah. has to go out, record everything. Then you got to go back and edit it. And then you got to make sure it's all set to go for the newscast and the whole thing. And, and you did that like seven days a week, probably for mm -hmm. how many years were you at UCLA? I was there for five years. And the best, honestly, the best one was we played a football game at Colorado. So you shoot highlights of the, of the game, all, all game. Uh, halftime, you try and collect as many of the highlights off your digital card. Then you shoot the second 
half. Then after the game, you do your interviews, you set up your lights, you do your stand up at the field, get onto the bus with the team to go to the airport, catch your charter editing on the bus for the 45 minute drive from Boulder to, to the airport there in Denver. And I actually was able to edit and upload the story to our website before the plane took off to fly home. Oh, that's cool. That was one of that was, you say you talk about accomplishment. That was pretty fun to to race against the clock. And that's what it would be like on the road is you were just racing to get as much done as you could before the plane took off, because if you get it up, great. And if not, then you were editing on the plane. So, yeah. Well, now UCLA is moving to the Big Ten in a couple of years. That's uh, I guess you're you're lucky you're not there because you have to go to. I think of all the the long plane flights going back. It's okay. From- Travel's fun. I mean, I, I traveled to every school in the Pac-12, traveled across the country with UCLA. Uh, for football, it's not going to make much of a difference. As, as I was talking to people, you play a 9 a.m. game at Purdue, you're going to get home to L.A. earlier than if you're playing a 7.30 game in Pullman, Washington, uh, which is when Washington State tends to play their games. So it's not going to be that big a deal for football. For the other sports, it's going to stink. <laughs> yeah, I, when the basketball team goes on a road trip they're gonna have to go for what two weeks or something i mean i would think quite, the, quite the, possibly yeah. but here's the funny thing though ben here here's here's where you can smell out somebody that doesn't think about their job in sports radio they then complain well i guess this uh takes out the whole uh student part of the student athlete <laughs> last i checked these universities told students that they didn't need to be on campus for two years Doing remote learning. So you have an academic advisor that travels with all these teams. They're going to sit there on the road. They're going to do their classes remotely, just like has happened for the last couple of years. If if it's so important that students be in school, then students should be in school. But that's been made abundantly clear to college students that it's no longer that big a deal. Yeah, it, the, the jig is up on that. The crowd is yeah. like student athlete and all that. And I'm glad there's NILs, although it is annoying to see some of these guys driving around Lamborghinis, but it's good for them. Uh, fine. Uh, they, they The universities make a lot of money. And as you say, the support staff, they don't get a lot of the money at schools like UCLA. But I, I we don't have a lot of time left, Ralph, because I know you got yes. things to do and places to go. But I did want to ask you, you're a golf guy. Yes. And uh, that is, to me, the mo- one of the most fascinating stories going on right now the survival of the PGA versus the, the live golf tour. Mm-hmm. Have you picked a side yet, Ralph, or does it really not matter because you're, you can play both sides here. Uh, where are you at on the, on the live uh, 10 years from now, Ralph, uh, let's go in the hot tub time machine. Are we still talking about this Saudi Arabian no. live? So you think it's sure it's going to be, a no, 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 it, it, it may be around, but we're not going to be talking about it. I mean, right now, it's being talked about because for some reason, and this is insane to me, golf journalists are just deep in bed with the PGA tour. Like, I don't understand why you are just so adamant about defending the PGA tour. Their commissioner has handled this whole thing horribly and really exposed the entire reason why the live golf tour exists is because of this it's terrible management from the yeah. PGA tour, just how they've handled things and trying to be a dominating force. And it's like, look, why don't you work with these folks and, and move forward? I mean, this whole thing about, you know, well, it's dirty blood money. 
then 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 it doesn't matter. That's what you think, and that's that's how that ends. The reality is there's lots of that money floating around the PGA Tour. There's lots of that money floating around sports around the world. If you if you know, you know. If you care, you care. What's my side? My side is to sit and watch the, the, this debacle and, and watch these people blow each other up. I mean, it's the, the fact of the matter is this last live golf event that was in Portland yeah. was a heck of a lot better than what the PGA tour put out at the John Deere classic. And you can go to YouTube. You can watch the, watch the tour. There are no commercials. And because of the shotgun start format, they start at the same time. They end at the same time. It's a four-hour broadcast like most major sports. I've covered golf. That's an eight-hour day covering golf because of the staggered times and everything. And it makes it better for everybody, that format. Now, I'm not saying that's the way golf should be, but it's a change. It's different. And you can give me all this statement about, well, you're paying these players guaranteed money, so they're not going to care about wins or losses. They care. There's still prize money involved and they care. And when you're talking about golfers, I read this in an article recently. I think it was done by uh, Alan Shipnuck who talked to agents and who said golfers are whores. They've always been whores from the moment they turn professional. They're selling everything they can to sponsors. So why is this any different? This is stupid to, to make it a, a big issue. It, it, it's, it's, yeah. It's silly. Well, it's, so, it, it is in, it, intriguing, though, because of all these guys that we've heard of on the PGA Tour that have all left and gone. Yeah. And but the, the, I have a theory on the golf media, why they're so in bed with the PGA. One thing, my experience, I've only covered a few PGA events over the year, but they really take care of the, the media. Like They, uh, they really, uh, my experience was they, if you want, you can go out and walk the course with golfers. Right. But, you don't have to, right? I mean, you can sit right. sit in a, a sofa and they'll give you food and you can watch everything on television. It's a, it's but they a do that at the Live Golf Tour. They do it better. From what I've seen, the, the, the media spread, and I know that's a big deal to you, Clearly. Is, is, is far superior. They, they go gourmet on the, on the Live Golf Tour. Well, they have ridiculous money, Ralph. I, I mean, all right. I, that they do. It's, my point is, why, why are you taking a side if you're media? I mean, the whole point, we, we get into this, the, 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 the so-called sports journalist, which is nonsense. There's no such thing because every single journalist that covers sports is biased. Well, every, that's every journalist is biased, though. That's just the but, way but, life, but, we're all biased. But you're there. If you're a Dodgers beat writer, you're there to cover the Dodgers. Therefore, you're rooting for Dodgers stories to happen. You're, 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 you're not saying, gee, I hope the Dodgers get no hit here. You're... You, that doesn't that doesn't do you much good. It's in this case, why are you choosing sides if you're a sports journalist? You should if you're following golf, you should be like, this is an intriguing story. Let's see how long we, it'll play out. and We can milk it. Yeah. Well, the thing you want and the, the reason this this live thing's good for golf is because, as you know, Ralph, you don't want apathy. You want no. someone to have an opinion and be passionate. And people are very passionate on this issue. And it's going to be interesting. Listen, we, I got to let you go. I know you got, yep. you got to work. Uh, we're, we're, we're recording this right before you're about to work, but this is your last weekend at Fox sports radio. Good luck, Ralph. My wife tells me we're going to, we're going to harass you in Vegas. So uh, be good luck. I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to be on the air. I'm going into hiding. It'll be, it'll be hard to find me. 
Well, just don't change your number. And you, you, if you'll, you'll be invited. The ugly sweater party is supposed to be back. It's a longer drive for you. Yeah. Vegas. So uh, you'll have to make proper accommodations mm-hmm. uh, for the ugly. It, it could take you the same time, though, from Vegas to my house as to where you were living in L.A. to my. It could. Yes. I, I, it once took me two hours to get there. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you, Rob. It's been fun working with you. How long were thank you at you? Fox Sports Radio this run? How long? Were this you? run, uh, almost six years. Time flies. Look yes. All right. I say you're going to work in radio again. I'll make a bet. I say you do radio again. No, you, you never know that the bosses may call me and say, Hey, Ralph, we've never had you as a host before, but suddenly now that you've left, we want you to fill in. Who yeah. knows? It could happen. Anyway, all right. Thank you, Ralph. Good luck yep. with everything. We'll be in touch. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ben. at the Honda Classic. Daniel Berger all alone in first place after the third round. He shits he sits five <laughs> shots off the lead or five shots ahead of the field. Uh, all I can say, Ralph, is uh, the real Don. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got the uh, hand on the button, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> that was your best them. update of the day, Ralph. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.